From the Middle Tennessee Association of Realtors, you're listening to Tenants in Common, a podcast sharing stories, motivation, and insight into the real estate industry. for joining in. Hey, Christopher Wilson, do you have five minutes? I do. Ah, I remember. If I'd asked you, can you do a podcast, you would have said no. But hey, you got five minutes. We do. We always have five minutes. What's the story behind that? Uh, We were just talking about that. That is a Gary Vanderchuk thing where if he's asked to be on a show or do a podcast, his automatic reaction doesn't matter how big the, the celebrity is or anything is to say no. But if they ask, do you have five to seven minutes? It's almost like a code phrase to say yes. It's, it's almost like for people here, you know, we recognize the uh, how are you doing better than I deserve, the Dave Ramsey. It's almost like the code phrase that they're doing Dave Ramsey and you might tip the pizza delivery guy a little bit higher if you're a you know, Dave Ramsey believer. For Gary Vanderchuck, it's the five to seven minute request. So it's kind of a, kind of a cool little... Uh, hidden message to his followers kind of thing. So, Well, there you go. Well, today I want to kind of ask you, what in the world are we going to do with the inventory that's out there or the lack thereof? So would you say this is a buyer or a seller's market? Um, actually, here's so here's the funny thing about that. I don't know that it's necessarily either. Okay. And that's going to throw some people off. So let me, let me give some... You know, reasoning behind that. One, we've had more houses sell than ever before by pure number. We just also have the highest form of demand that we've ever had. Mm-hmm. So by a, uh, you know, by any metric that you run, as far as absorptions are concerned, it is technically a seller's market. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a, a neutral market is around six months of inventory. And at least in Rutherford County, until you get to uh, 751000 and above, uh, at 751000 to $1 you you're at roughly 2.2 months of inventory. Um, below that number, the highest one is 0.6 months of inventory. So not wow. even a full month Goodness. of inventory. So by that determination, it would be a seller's market. When I think about this, I think about when we went through the economic um, downturn several years ago, area down South Florida, Cape Coral, built on a kind of a landfill area outside Fort Myers, had 40 plus years of inventory Mm -hmm. when that market went under. Well, see, and I was in Arizona at that time. And so Florida and Arizona, as well as Las Vegas, were the three hardest and fastest hit markets. Uh, They were also the three that kind of came out of it. It it was weird. I, I left Arizona in the real estate market on the upswing and came to Tennessee when they were still kind of in the belly of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was a little bit different, but Florida got hit really hard. Arizona, of course the whole country got hit hard. It just kind of spaced out a little bit differently. Um, so yeah, to think about that 40 plus years of inventory down to not even a full month right. of inventory up to $750,000, which once again, anybody who's been around Rutherford County for a while, that just seems crazy. To even say that number as a as a regular number, I mean the average. I think they just released the average sales price at like four hundred and fifty ish thousand dollars in Murfreesboro. 
I mean, that's that's crazy to even think about to even have that come out. It's it's kind of it's kind of interesting. So we have um, an increase in number of new members. We're the fifth largest association in the state of Tennessee, which is phenomenal. amazing. That's a phenomenal. We have a pretty large geographic footprint in Southern Middle. You know, we we are just south of the Nashville kind of urban development area to almost north of Chattanooga. So we have a wide swath of, of territory for a new agent that's coming in for a seasoned agent, for one that's been in the business for a while. What are your thoughts on finding or farming? Would, do you like farming? How do you find those diamonds out there? So I think, um, and we were kind of speaking about this before the show, it's, it's one of those ones where I don't know that it, it matters uh, your years in the industry. So I don't, I don't know if it matters you being a brand swing, a new agent or, or having 20 years of success. It really matters a little bit more about what uh, your financial ability is um, when it comes to spending on marketing and different forms of advertising. So if we want to, we could probably break it down a little bit by say somebody who doesn't have a lot to invest on a, on a really uh, low end, which sometimes is brand new agents, but not always. I got to meet an agent the other day who's very new and blew me away with their investment in their marketing strategy. Uh, and I will be hard pressed to not see this agent be highly successful. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't want to, you know, put too many, you know, walls up for anybody. But but if you go to a little bit newer agent who maybe is a little bit more nervous about spending a lot of money on marketing, I would recommend to them and what I teach my new agents is, is focus on your sphere at that point. Focus on, uh, you have you really have two options at that point. You can try it on your own and focus on your sphere or you go uh, more than likely join some form of a team mm -hmm. that's that's paying for lead generation and then you can focus on your lead generation or focus on both at that point. But if you're on your own, focus on the sphere. The, these are the people who your know, ninja teaches. They are the people who uh, know, like, and trust you, and you know, like, and trust them. So you actually have a relationship with them. Um, don't be a secret agent. Right. Let people know that you're in real estate. And ask for the business. Don't be afraid to ask. We do things in real estate that in the natural world are so awkward. Mm -hmm. I, what other industry are you going up you know, and your primary, you know, way to receive injury is to ask for it. Like literally to have to come out of your shell and, and, you know, ask to get their work. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's the, like the last final step in good advertising. You just gotta <laughs> call, you gotta ask for the business. Uh -huh. But, but you'd be amazed. You've seen this in the education side to how many people won't. Sure. You know, I mean, it's it's a, it's an anxiety thing. It's a true it's freeze. fear of rejection. It is, 100%. 100%. And and that's the funny thing about it. You know, the difference with lead generation and, and sphere of influence. We I think we get more afraid, even though we shouldn't be with our sphere. We're supposed to know these people, have a relationship with these people. But them rejecting you, man, that seems to cut a lot deeper for people than a stranger rejecting you. It does. And, and if we think about those that are listening, they have, if, if basically you are a realtor, but think about all the realtors in your family or the people that know realtors. If we've got an increase in membership, that means that the general public knows how many realtors in their life. A lot. A lot. 
I mean, I, when I first started in real estate years back, I think it was at that time they said 12. Mm-hmm. Every, every person out there knew 12 realtors. And you know that number's gone up over the last 10 years dramatically. I mean, it's, and, and honestly, probably even over the last two years to where it's probably substantially higher. I don't know if they've released a, a newer number here of late, but it's, it's had to have gone up just the mm-hmm. way that, that our industry has gone. So yeah, you have to ask, you have to, you know, but the very first mistake I see most people do is like, this is not like another job. This is not, oh, I went from working at, as a nurse at this hospital to a nurse at this hospital. Or I went from, uh, you know, working at this uh, Fortune 500 company to this bank. It's not like that. You are now selling and the thing you're selling is yourself. Yes. Houses sell themselves. We don't have to sell houses. We have to sell our ability and, and, and what we're going to do. And so, you know, you have, you cannot be a secret agent. You absolutely have to let people know, you know, a lot of brokerages do an amazing job with, you know, press releases and, and social media advertisements. Send those out, send those to people, write a letter. There's, Best idea sometimes is a stolen one. There's a ton of letters online for a new agent. Send it out to anybody and everybody you know. Let them know. Be proud of it. Be excited about it. You should be excited about your career change. Be excited about it. But make sure at the end of that, if you go to any major coach, pick the top five coaches in the country in real estate, they all tell you, you know, some variation of I'm never too busy for a referral. It's, it's, you know, having that, you know, some of them put little stickers that you close your envelope with. Mm-hmm. Some of them have you have it as a part of your signature part. I'm never too busy for a referral because sometimes people go to seeing our social media posts and all of a sudden, oh my goodness, they're so busy. I don't, I don't want to bother them for my little house. Right. No, I'm never too busy for a referral. So don't be a secret agent. Make sure you're getting stuff out there. And then. You know, do stuff. Do don't be afraid. Offer your friends, offer your family uh, to do comparative market analysis for them. Hey, let me tell you what your investment worth is worth. Especially now, because we were just talking about you know what's the entry level or entry into the market to buy a single family home in our area. Some people may not even know what their house is selling for, and that's a great gift. Uh, and you don't have to do anything magical to uh, to overblow it. It was simple. CMA, mm-hmm. put on your hey, just want you know, write a little note on there on a sticky note. Hey, just wanted to let you know what your biggest investment was worth. Absolutely. If you have any questions, don't be afraid to call me. I'm never too busy for a referral. I like it when you talk about real estate. For those of you, and I, this is a listing kind of uh, scenario, but Chris's eyes get big when you talk about real estate, and he's very passionate about it. And we should be because this is the greatest industry to develop generational wealth for families. Including yours. A hundred percent. Absolutely. It, it is, if you really think about it, it is the only, well, think about this. This was told me one time. You want to blow somebody's mind. Think about this. It is the only job that I'm aware of. And if, and if anybody listening has a different one, please send it in. We'll, we'll, we'll correct it. It is the only job that I'm aware of where you can spend less than $5,000 to get into it and have the ability to make an infinite amount of wealth. Absolutely. You want to make a million dollars a year? You can do it. You want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year? You can do it. There is no salary. It's mm-hmm. all on how you want to work. And it's not easy. No, no, absolutely not. But that's most of us. That's why we do it. We love it. We mm-hmm. like the challenge. Mm-hmm. Is that other saying? If it was easy, everybody would do it. It's not easy. I mean, you guys have the ability. You you guys see all the agents. Staff here. You guys you guys interact with all the agents. You see it. 
There's all different breeds. <laughs> there it is. is a little bit like Noah's Ark. I mean, it, it, there's all different breeds. I mean, and so there's all because sometimes I think people have this mentality that there's only one type of person or one or two type of people that can be successful real estate. No, not even close. I've met so many successful real estate agents that I would have never guessed that their personality style or type was what it was. Hmm. It takes them all. Yes. Because the truth is we're working with a general population that has them all. Mm -hmm. So. So back to the kind of farming issue or the farming. That's going to be your cheapest way though is, is your sphere. Okay. But also what, you know, go back to you. What is one of the most prevalent tools that we all have that can cost next to nothing or absolutely nothing that we get to advertise on on a daily basis? I'm drawing a blank. What is it? Social media. <laughs> you're, so, you're true. I mean, you, you should harness <laughs> that power for good mm-hmm. and, and let people know. Yeah. That's where people are looking. Absolutely. And, and, and guys, it doesn't have to be all about real estate either. Actually, no. the majority of people would prefer it not be all about real estate. You know, once again, don't want to be a secret agent. People need to know that you're in real estate and you should be able to uh, be excited about business that you've done or activities that you're participating in. But let people know who you are. Let them know uh, what you're about. Let them know the social things that you're participating in. Are you you involved in your church? Are you involved in your community activities? Are you involved in the association? Put those things out there. Let people know who you are. Get to know them. Now, you want to step that up a little bit? You can do targeted advertisement through most social media platforms. You know, that's still one of the lowest price per leads out there. And that's what you'd be doing at that point. You'd be stepping into the lead generation sphere, uh, you know, really just dipping your toe in the kiddie pool, but you're, you're still getting into it a little bit, but it's a very inexpensive way to do that. It is. And you can set your budget, which is kind of amazing. You know, thinking about Facebook and targeted ads, you can set your budget. How much do you have to spend? What kind of area do you want to market in and let it go? See what it, See what works. Yeah. And so, you know, those would be the things that I would truly focus on. I will recommend to anybody and everybody, you know, first of all, the association is always here to assist in anything that they can assist in. Uh, we have so many different uh, resources and tools available. And of course, all your education. And, and you should do that, especially as a new agent. Be coming to get education. Come take. Most of our classes are taught by not even professional teachers, they're taught by people who are doing it in this market every day, mm-hmm. all the time. And, and that's a huge plus and you should take advantage of those things. But go ask your broker. Go find a senior agent in your office, a successful, find someone. Guys, emulation is the best form of flattery. Go find someone that you feel like has your personal style or their, your sales style and, and tag along with them. Ask them, talk to them, pick their brain, do those kind of things. When you're first starting out, you have to do a little bit of everything. These are a couple basic ideas, but you want to dive deeper, go more. That's where you're going to get it from. You're going to get it from the resources that are around you. And we've got great resources and some at no cost like RPR. I am a big proponent of Realtor Property Resource. If you've not checked it out, please do. Your membership every year pays for it. And it is a, I mean, it is a vessel of knowledge. One of the ways you can do the CMA that we're talking about and, and to be able to send out. And, and actually, that's one of those tools that you can make it as simple or as complex as you want. The more you learn about it, the more you learn what you can do. Mm-hmm. And you can get to a point where 
people who are really good with RPR, they'll do a better report than an appraiser will. I mean, for goodness sakes. I mean, it's more detailed, more information. I mean, it's crazy what you can do. Uh, so a perfect example that fits right into that you're new, you don't have a lot of money, you're not wanting, or you're not wanting to invest a lot of money for whatever reason. What are some things I can do? I've got my money tied up in other projects, but I still want to do some marketing. Those are the things that you can do. And Focus being on them. active breeds activity. So when you're being busy, you become busier. But what you focus on expands. My son, growing up, when he was in elementary school, they used to say the Pledge of Allegiance and then the school motto after the Pledge of Allegiance. And my son's special needs. And, and, and so still to this day, he will do this where he says the pledge. And then at the end, he'll say, believe it, achieve it. And that wow. was their school motto. And, and it, it, it may sound silly or whatever, but it's the truth. You know, if you, if you are around people, you know, you're the sum of the five people that you're around the most. And so if you're around people who are successful in real estate and doing real estate the right way, I promise you through nothing more than osmosis, you're going to start doing some real estate and you're going to start being there. So be around people who are passionate about this and who want to do this and who want to teach. Because once again, you don't take it with you. So That's why not give it away? That's correct. And so as we end this episode, what were, what were the words at the end of the Pledge of Allegiance? Believe it, achieve it. All right, guys, go out there, believe in yourself, achieve greatness, and stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Tenants in Common. Find out more about the association and upcoming events at www.mtar.org. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MidTN Realtors. Duplication or publication of this podcast is strictly prohibited without the written consent of the Middle Tennessee Association of Realtors. Until next time.